This is Corolla Digital. Hi, I'm Larry Miller, but in a way, aren't we all? And this week, on This Week with Larry Miller, I'll tell you what it's like to spend Super Bowl Sunday trying to decide whether I wanted to watch 11 Angry Men or 12 Angry Men. Listen for free through iTunes or visit LarryMillerPodcast.com. We'll see you here. It's time for this week's CarCast with your host, Adam Carolla, and moderator, Matt D'Andrea. Yeah, get it on. Got to get it on. No choice but to get it on mandate. Get it on and welcome to yet... Another car cast. I'm Adam Carolla. That's Matt, the moderator, DeAndrea. <laughs> How's it going? I feel like I haven't seen you in a little while because sometimes we have to put some shows in the can and then you run off and you do TV shows and travel all around the planet and mm-hmm. do live up stuff and Mangria meetings. And, and this has been one of those occasions where I haven't seen you since I think CES in Vegas, which was weeks ago. Was it? Has it been that long? <laughs> I don't know. Have we been it? Maybe we did another show, but I don't remember. But it was, it's. It's I know, all it's a couple of weeks. It's all a blur because yeah, you look the same. If you uh, you do, you, you look better. <laughs> Thanks. If you mix, there's a there's a combination that will make everything just run into everything like some sort of Salvador Dali painting, which is and and I I run this a lot. It is sleep deprivation meets travel and time zone change meets booze. If you take those three elements and just run them into each other, everything just sort of is a blur. Like I think I was in Detroit at a liquor barn signing bottles of Mangria like last nine hours week. Ago. <laughs> yeah, or nine hours ago. I mean, honestly, when I was back from last weekend, when I was standing at uh, Kimmel's house um, eating some fine pulled pork, it was – I, well, first off, Mike August said 24 hours ago we were all standing in front of a 7-Eleven in Buffalo after eating at the Polish Villa, and it was raining outside, and we were just standing in Buffalo. That was 24 <laughs> hours ago. But at 5.40, meaning 2.40 L.A. time that day, the day of the Super Bowl, I was standing at a Marriott Suites lobby with Mike yeah. and the rest of the crew that day. Then it was go to the Buffalo airport. Then it was land in Atlanta for a layover. Then it was fly to LAX. By the time you get home, you don't even know yeah. what, what the hell happened. But but that's what the booze, that's that's why why you keep the booze coming. That blurs it all together. So, the Patron, uh, yes. Here's, here's a question for you. I Either the trips you take now are busier, maybe it's because the live shows have Mangria events, or your trips are shorter now. But when we started this almost five years ago, four and a half, five years ago, I mm-hmm. can't believe it's been that long, I, you, know, you would call and you would say, hey, I'm going to wherever, can, you know, and I've got the day to kill. Can I go to the, the Volo Museum, or can I go to the Shelby Museum, or can we yeah. go here? And I'm like, yeah, we know some guys over there. Just go on over. Oh. I, I never hear that anymore from you, by the way. No. <laughs> you, you never, because you always try to work in some fun car stuff while you're out there. I want to go the to road. the Sleep Museum. <laughs> and now it's... Yeah, no, what, what, what used to happen, I'll tell you what happened. Back in the day, and we have a couple of your car questions to answer, Alexis DeJoria is going to come in here. She's uh, an NHRA uh, funny car driver. And her father is uh, John Paul, you know, John Paul Mitchell, the hair products, yeah, all that stuff, and Patron as the, well. I think our audience might relate more to the Patron side than the hair care products. But... Probably. Going after our demo. Maybe. Maybe. Um, wait, wait. Except for Chris. Here's what used to happen, and it was almost sort of uh, quaint, which is I would go out to Denver for the weekend yeah. to play the Denver Comedy Works. And that was fine because I would do two shows Friday night and two shows Saturday night, which is a little bit of a grind. When you, I, I never work with the opener or the middle. Smart guys have a guy 
go out yeah. and open for 15 minutes. Yeah. Then they have a guy middle for 30 minutes, and then you come out and do 50 minutes for right. an hour. Right, right. But for me, it was always like 95 minutes and 95 minutes. Yeah. But even though it was a long night, the following day did not have that much to do in de- in the Denver area. Right. Because the first show was at 8 o'clock that night. Yeah, you can even sleep in a little, but you still got the day. You'd sleep in. You could have breakfast. You could then go, I'm going to the Coors Brewery. Right. I'm taking a tour. Yeah. I'm going to go to the Shelby Museum outside of Boulder, wherever it was, and do that. I'm going to go to whatever, see this guy's collection. I mean, when I was in Sacramento, I went to like just the Sacramento Auto Museum where yeah. you could take a look at like bone stock Opal Cadets. And there's got to be 19th. wacky little museum, car museums all over the place. Oh, there are. You know, even if it's like eight cars. But there's Well, there- like seriously, <laughs> if you'd like to see a stock 914... <laughs> not 914.6, not 914 with the 1.8 or the 2 liter, whatever it is, but like the 1.6, 914, yeah. bone stock, then you go to the Sacramento Automotive Museum, and you're, look, <laughs> you're looking at cars, they're mad at me, but they know they're right. They're looking at cars, we're like, did somebody just park this here, or is this inside the museum? They're like, it's in the Porsche collection. Yeah. It's a four-cylinder 1974 bone stock 914. Yeah. Like it's you, on loan from Frank. Do you have <laughs> local Porsche yes. owner? Right. So do you have a bone stock like 924? You could show us as well. Like, are there any other six thousand dollar Porsches I could look at <laughs> in this place? I want to see Moby Dick. You know, yeah. I want to see the one uh, Hans Stuck drove yeah. through the 24 hours of uh, Nurburg or Sebring or whatever. <laughs> 12 hours of Sebring, but. I'm looking at some, like, like literally just like, this is the Alfa Romeo, uh, you know, whatever the, what a Juliet. Well, I'm trying to think of the two-seater from. Uh, the Spider yeah, convertible. Yeah, Love just it. a Spider convertible. Just a little, right. two-liter. But I'll tell you, there's another place I can go if I want to see these cars. eBay. <laughs> and I can find 10 of them for under $7,000. Yeah, I can go to the Santa Monica parking garage, <laughs> the mall parking garage, and see more. I can right. see better cars there. Right. Here it is. You got an AMC Pacer. Oh, yeah. This is the automotive. Everything. So you, got, you got a cop oh, motorcycle. Yeah. By the way, I don't want to see another cop motorcycle. You have an 84 Ford Mustang. Woo! And I love the Mustang. Convertible. Look out. Uh, 911 SC, 1982. Very exotic Porsche there. The 85 308 Ferrari. Oh. <laughs> yeah, never get to see those. When even I do, they're usually on a flatbed. I hate to knock on that car, but it, it's not right. the most reliable thing. Right. Ooh, 2011 well, Nissan Leaf. There you go. Where are you going to see one of those unless you go to a Whole Foods <laughs> in Santa Monica? <laughs> like, I'm walking around the place just looking at like just bone stock Buicks from the 50s and stuff like that. Yeah. I think, and, I think there was a listing for Ford truck with no year. <laughs> <laughs> I, I might have read that wrong, but it, maybe it's broken onto two lines, but I think it just said Ford truck. Right. But to be fair, it was better than the Winchester Mystery House, which is where I went. So I, I would have the entire day because if you're doing two shows in the same town, yeah. Uh, well, then you do a show Friday night and then you have all day Saturday to putz around the town. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of nice, like back in the day, we'd be in Salt Lake City, and we'd just walk down the boulevard and go to the diner, you know, like the Salt Lake City diner. Yeah. And it was so out of the 50s. No fucking passion fruit iced tea at that place. Oh. Iced tea was iced tea, and no. the waitress would call you hun. There's no passion or fruit out no. there in Salt Lake. No, and, you know, everything was just straightforward, just meat and potatoes. But we would always... Like, take the time to go find a car thing, go walk through the town, go sort of check out the local color, and so on and so forth. Well, now it's go to Detroit, play the you know Motor City Casino. Now everyone's like, hey, you're in Detroit. You got to go to the Henry Ford yeah. Museum. But you're doing the Motor City Casino, but first you got to go by the liquor barn and sign the Mangria bottles. For leave, a couple hours. leave Thursday morning, 
the signings for Thursday afternoon in Detroit, yeah. the show's at 8 o'clock at night, and then we're flying from Detroit to Chicago the following morning. So you tell me where the Henry Ford Museum factors yeah. into the mix. And then you get to Chicago, it's more Mangria, more shows, same thing. Now it's the time to head to Buffalo. But it's too bad. You're missing a lot of American car culture I'll t- spread all over, the, all over the country. I'll tell you what, I'm not missing Polish food. Because I, that the we we factor in the one thing we'll do in the three or four days that I'm gone, there'll be two sit down meals. Most everything else will be on an airplane or standing in the green room yeah. eating cold pizza. But we will factor in at some point there'll be some little window before the liquor signing and before the two shows where we'll go. We're going to the Polish joint. Okay. And that's when it's time yeah. to sit down with the pierogies and the brown mustard and the, get the farmer's plate. Oh, just cabbage. Far as the eye can see, cabbage everywhere. <laughs> cabbage soup, like cabbage everything, just awesome. The poor waitress who works there, just the whole, the whole nine yards. So um, that was good. It's good to be back. It's good to see Matt. Uh, again, when Alexis uh, shows up, she's uh, – whew. Second woman to win the national top alcohol funny car race. Uh, race. I don't. I don't know if Melanie Troxel's the fir- who or Shirley Muldowney's this, this the first. Is, or what? yeah, this is top alcohol. I don't oh, know top alcohol. Yeah, top alcohol looks like the top fuel car, but mm-hmm. it's a little bit lower level. I think it's without the supercharger. I. I somebody We're gonna will find know. out. It, Our best time is basically four seconds at uh, three nineteen, which is yeah. I'm going to say uh, like John Force's kids. They started in top alcohol. It's a great class. It's very competitive. Looks like little pro, uh, little mm-hmm. uh, top fuel cars, which are right. really cool. All right. Well, I think she's uh, here, so we'll uh, we'll bring Alexis in. Hi, Alexis. How are you? Good. Have a have a seat. <laughs> we were just talking about Good you. Day. We were just talking about you. I've, how was your morning, by the way? Good? Uh, not, not so much. <laughs> no, I heard it was hectic. I heard it was not hectic. So much, we appreciate so. you coming in. Thank you for being patient. Uh, our pleasure. It, you guys. I've said uh, on many occasions that drag racing, funny car racing, all just the quarter mile stuff, which I know is, is it down to, what is it, 5,000 feet? 1,000 so? feet now? Yeah, just yeah. for the fuel cars. Right. Um, it's one of the hairiest sports in the world because... I would tell people all the time, look, if you get a Ferrari or McLaren or Lamborghini or whatever, whatever the $300,000, $400,000 supercar is, and uh, you sit there at a a red light and you rev rev it up and you drop the clutch, or maybe you put it in launch mode. (laughs) Yeah. And you drop the the clutch. down, let your foot off the brake. Yeah. I said, at the end of four seconds, you're going 63 miles an hour. Yeah. Maybe 65 on a good day. And that's a rush. Whoever's yeah. sitting in the passenger seat is hanging on and white knuckling. But at the end of four seconds, it used to be you're at 58 miles an hour. Now maybe you're at 63. But that's yeah. right. These guys are at 320. That's yeah. insane. And the other thing that's insane is when they go, I got the Bonneville salt flat record. I got the Bonneville record for high speed, you know, um, Naturally aspirated, you know, uh, rear wheel drive, whatever, 213 miles an hour. And the guy's driving a belly tank yeah. mobile and he's <laughs> in a fetal position and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, these guys go 300 plus in a, in a lane that's 18 feet wide that's 1,000 feet long. What right. the- and, and you're working hard the whole time. So that's kind of the yes. other thing. It's like, and you get out of the car like, oh, yeah, it was good. It, it felt like forever. I was really throttling on and off and I was losing traction. It's like, you didn't do all of that in four seconds. I watched and the car just shot like a bullet down the, you're like right. no no, no. It, was, it was a lot of work we were, i get that all the time on. well you guys just drive straight i said yeah but the car doesn't want to go straight yeah <laughs> right you're fighting it the entire time going down that that track and the easy runs the best runs are amazing they're the fast runs but the slower runs are the runs that feel like oh my god like this is a fast run but then you get out and you're like oh it's only 420. I know. God. <laughs> so slow. Only ran like 300 miles an hour. What yeah. is... So, um, what are some things that the average fan may not know? Um, yeah, right. Do you get a nosebleed? Well, yeah. It's like you want to heat up the, the rear tires. You want the tires sticky. We all see what mm-hmm. happens to the tires. But, like, how many pounds do you run in the rear tires? 
Uh, wow. Well, it, it depends. Um, I usually hear them over the radio say something like anywhere from 7 to 6.5 or depends on what the track is like. Um, I mean, there's so many variables. You know, that's not my expertise. But they're soft. I, I'm just a I shoe. Mean, you don't, you, you don't <laughs> yeah, and you could see them twist up. Like the wheel turns oh, yeah. so much before the tire actually starts to turn, and it just wrinkles the whole thing. It, yeah, well, it's, it's all about – It's amazing to watch it. I mean, it, it, it's, it's not about horsepower anymore. It's about getting it to the ground because I think the cars have yes. exceeded the amount that they can hook up. Yeah. Now, I mean, they, they put up um, – what was it? I think it was on Doug Kalitta's car, actually. Um, but it's at like 10,000 plus, horse, 10, plus right. horsepower. And, right and even now. then, it's a guess because there's no right. dyno that would ever oh, well, do that. It would so, blow up. Right. Well, <laughs> so you just like, go by weight and when, speed and figure on. out how fast. I don't want to correct you, but when they get them smog tested, they have to put them on a dyno. <laughs> that's they that's true. But they don't hit 10,000 through the catalytic converters. Oh, okay. oh, oh, I see. I yeah, catalytic converters eat 3,000 horsepower. Well, they, there's, a, there's a question, again, for probably your, your, chief, your crew chief, but – if you don't, I guess you need the 10,000 horsepower to get you from 300 to 320. But it seems to me like detune the engine a little bit. I know it sounds insane, but get it down to 7,000. Get an extra run out of the engine. <laughs> yes. And Sometimes y- you need to go slow to go fast. That's, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Slow it down. When you start making a lot of noise, I found when you're yeah. racing, you start making a lot of noise. I don't mean from the engine. I mean a lot of tires screeching and spinning <laughs> mm. and fighting and stuff. It usually means you're scrubbing something off. But you don't worry about scrubbing stuff off. You just go straight and hard. Pretty um, much. <laughs> so what is the what is uh, what was your attraction to this? I mean, how do you get introduced to this? Because it's not. What kind of sport somebody usually grows up in? Was your dad into it? No, actually, um, no one in my family raced. Um, my dad had fast cars growing up, but for me, it was just, I don't know, I just gravitated towards it. In uh, high school, my friends were building hot rods growing up, and it was just something I loved to do. And I went to my first drag race when I was 16 years old, and that was it. That was it. Now. Mm-hmm. Your but dad. He's he's a car guy though. Your dad though, right? So he he's had yeah, cars. You he's were had around cars. cars. Yeah. You didn't just show up at a race and be like, "What are these things with four tires?" And no, at like, sixteen, like... I had gone two hundred miles an hour already. Oh, you had. So wow. I had the bug with dad <laughs> in a vector mm-hmm. in oh, Vegas. Wow, in a vector. It was very safe. <laughs> no one was on the road. What, what, uh, I heard they're bringing that thing back. Wow. All I can. Uh, it, it's. It's it's so funny, but somebody I, look up the vector. By the way, you all see I this all, all I can do is hear the theme to Knight Rider. When I see yes. that vector, right. I just see I just hear Knight Rider's and, theme song. And, and I remember as a kid, there was a movie. It was like a horrible like martial arts movie, and it was in the movie. And I was like, wow, there's a vector in the movie. It was I think it was at the beginning, and they might have blown it up the, or something. The vector but. was very well. Well, basically, it was the stealth fighter before the stealth yeah. fighter right. came Actually, out. Actually, was built by the same people. Oh, that makes, right in Venice. Yeah, that make, yeah. It, make, it makes yeah. sense. Yeah, it was a crazy, very 80, early 80s, mid-80s, American, just um, one-off, you know, mm-hmm. super, yeah, crazy supercharged V8, I uh, say, turbocharged V8. I want to say it had like a, like a actually, Donovan V8. I think V8. it was a V12. No. You sure? We'll have to check. Okay. I'm going to say... <laughs> The I'm going to say turbocharged V8. The, the engine, I, the engine builder, I think is somebody named Donovan, something Donovan, and I don't know if he comes from like a NASCAR racing background, but I think it had like mm. a Donovan V8 in it. So yeah, I don't think it had a V12. Look yeah. it up. But it had a. But my dad had a Volkswagen Bug, so nice. <laughs> my dad didn't have a Vector. So but he wanted knows? the Vector, and it was between that or the Volkswagen. I said, <laughs> should I get the bone stock? 1975 VW Rabbit with the four-speed and the vinyl interior or the Vector. Or the Vector. <laughs> and we just flipped the coin. Hey, you can, you can soup those up, too. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's nice to see that front wheel spinning yeah. and shattering. That. It's a V8. Oh. Sorry. Damn it. It's supercharged. Oh, it's not turbocharged. I feel like they had a turbocharged version of that car. Big plenum up top. Oh, so um, cool. Wait a minute. Is this is this the original Vector or is this the recreation that was at the LA Auto Show not too long ago? We'll find the original. Let's let's, let's make sure we get the I'm original. I'm going to say 
turbo and the in the in the V8. Oh, that's my car. In the, uh, in the <laughs> yeah. By the way, there's a monitor behind you, and your car's up there. That's my V8. Forgot to tell you. <laughs> um, so, uh, Dad. Now, Dad. Dad's real rags to riches, right? Yes. He. Worked I mean, I'm hearing stories about him being today. homeless and stuff like that. Yeah, actually. And what is his story? Well, um, he had a vector when he was, when he was 16, <laughs> so there's that. That's um, a good part, but uh, I think there's a bad, you know, yeah. a, a poor part before that. Well, um, he's a first generation um, in this country, born to uh, two immigrant parents, one from Italy, one from Greece. Mm-hmm. Uh, worked really hard. My grandma had two jobs growing up. Could I mean, you know, when they were growing up, and um, she could barely afford to to keep them, you know, and she could only see them on the weekends. Uh, Mostly they were in foster homes and, you know, mm-hmm. he started uh, selling car- uh, Christmas cards door-to-door, encyclopedias door-to-door. He went to the Navy. And then um, as soon as he, I guess, hooked up with Paul Mitchell, his friend, they started this company together and they were selling shampoo door-to-door so out Paul, of the back of his car. Paul Mitchell. Wow. That's how it started. Paul Mitchell's his friend. Your dad's middle name is Paul, but that's why it adds a certain amount of confusion, I guess. Right. Everyone but, thinks, oh, that's Paul Mitchell. And, and I'm like, he, no, not he's really. He's the face. Of, I mean, he was always the face of the company. Well, now he is. Uh, Paul died a while back of pancreatic cancer. So, But wasn't your was dad always kind of doing the spots back in the day? I mean, they both were, but Paul was more the face. He was oh, he the was? hairdresser. That's why oh. they named the product after him. When did, that's because I always associate your dad's And my dad your was the businessman. Why was picture know? your dad standing there? Wait, when did Paul... Well, now, yeah, of course. Like, well, now pass. he's... Um, gosh, I think I was about 12, so... All right, now long we need... Ago. All right, so long, first long off... Long, time ago. We don't need to get into that. It's, it's a... Uh, it's <laughs> a, like four years ago. It's a yeah. Chevy... Uh, <laughs> it's a Chevy 350. Okay, there you go. Date racing engine, a couple of wow. custom uh, nice. three-speed transmission, right? Twin turbo chargers, uh-huh. 650 horsepower. Uh-huh. So <laughs> who knew the vector, and, baby? And this Donovan name that I that I have in my head, am I completely wrong about that? I mean, it's not a big deal if you don't find it, Jeff. But I'm just want to know where the hell I I got this from. <laughs> and I need a picture of Paul Mitchell. Donovan V8 Vector. He was quite the ladies' man. And, and Paul Mitchell, by yeah. the way. <laughs> um, totally different line of work. All right, so so your dad's selling shampoo out of the trunk of his car, I assume, which wasn't the vector. No. Right. <laughs> and it's, business starts to take off. Yeah. And like a lot quickly. of guys who are into car, there's nothing where, you know, starving artists are fine because artists don't give a shit about anything. Except for <laughs> anything. Well, no, but they, you got to buy a new beret. What's That's that going to set you back? Yeah. Hang around with other artists and talk shit about people that are successful. That's free. Yeah. Coffee house or d'oeuvres. Unlimited f- refills. You know what <laughs> I mean? Late night strumming. Hipsters. Strumming on acoustic guitar. Yeah. But if you like cars, it sucks. If, yeah. if you're poor and you love cars, it's torture because yeah. you, you you're not going to be able to get your hands on the thing that you have such a passion Right. Four. By the way, Donovan V8. Okay. Good job. I still, I might even give myself, well, (laughs) Donovan's pretty specific, but I got the turbo charge. yeah. And I got the V8 part in there. And it was a car that was way ahead of its time, sort of funky, but cool. Uh, And I guess it was sort of, to me, like the predecessor to the uh, Celine S7. Yeah? Yeah, but... There was definitely a lot in between. Well, because the Selena S7 was sort of the next American supercar, right? After, I don't know if there was something in between. There was some of these versions of like... I think they, I don't know if there was that much in between. But I don't know how many vectors they made. And uh, does Pop, Not still, many. Does Pop Not still have it? Oh, yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's awesome. Definitely. <laughs> well, once you I haven't s- seen it for a while. But once you yeah. sell enough leave-in conditioner, yeah. you don't have to sell off any of your old cars. You just get the new ones. <laughs> right. Because whatever money you I, – I don't even – it's one of those weird cars that they made so few of. You never really see them pop up except for some weird 80s movie. Yeah. And you don't see them at auction or, or anything. No. Like, no. They're just not No. But I, the one thing I remembered is uh, – I. For some reason, I just associated in my head the the XJ220 supercar, similar to the Vector, because both exteriors yes. are very, very mm-hmm. sleek, and then the interior is very, like, 80s flat dash. Just, right. Like, it's yeah. very, you know, like, very minimal. Yes. Very. 
Yeah. And they're all they're, that all that Jag supercar. Is Not a, a lot of bells and whistles. No. Yeah. Right. So pops uh, back in the day, you were on a Vegas run. Very. Yeah. And he said, let's, very much a Vegas run. Let's see what this factor can do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it was exciting. He told me uh, to step on it basically, and I looked at him. I said, "Are you sure?" He goes, "Yeah, it's fine. It's a big open road. No one around." I said, "All right." Floored it. <laughs> nice. I think at that moment he knew. He knew. Yeah. What have I done? Yep. What have I done? Well, how is he now? Because, uh, I mean, I, I know he's a sponsor, but it's a pretty dangerous sport. Anything can happen. Is, yeah. Is he... um, I had a close call in uh, Englishtown, New Jersey. He saw the videos. He wasn't there. Um, but I think, you know, I've always been a wild child growing up, so he pretty much knew Mm-hmm. You know, that that was kind of my destiny one way or another. Um, he's oh, just. I think we have you at English Town, by the way. Yeah. If you don't is. want to look, we understand. Oh, I, I've seen it so many times. <laughs> <laughs> I can talk about it. You're on the left? There? Yeah, on the left. I had won this round. I was going yeah. to the semis. I'd run my fastest number ever, and my parachutes ripped off the back Ouch. of the car. I'm still going about a buck 30 right now. No brakes. Oh, oh boy! Yeah. Right into the net, through the sand, in right. the net, yeah. upside down. Um, it was about forty G's. Jesus! <laughs> Thank God. I mean, now back in the day, there would have been a concrete barrier and a Ford Dooley parked there with a the guy smoking. Well, I mean, like a few years pun- before, um, my well, he would have been my teammate, but uh, Scott Kalita, mm-hmm. uh actually, he didn't make it. So you did yeah, just, just the same that. because there was a boom camera, you know, right at the end, and well, you know, they just there just wasn't that. they didn't have what we just saw is your parachutes let go, you have no brakes, and you're going into a net with some some trash can. I mean, the the barriers, the, yeah, the sand barriers, the sand. or sand barriers, mm-hmm. like stuff you'd see on the side of the freeway. But what it is I was is pretty pissed. <laughs> I'm all, I'm fine. Get right. away, I'm fine, I'm fine, don't don't worry about me. But Adrenaline Rush. <laughs> it's it's amazing. Oh. Uh amazing. I mean, just the the simple technology of r- rope like a basically a cargo net mixed mm-hmm. with some just some stuff that'll break away and give and yeah. and, right. and uh versus now you have to think do you say Scott? Scott Kalita. Yeah, if mm-hmm. Scott if that not had happened to Scott a few years earlier, they might not have had this prepped for you. Right. And you probably would have just suffered the fate that Scott suffered, yeah. I'm, I, I'm guessing. I feel like I owe my life to that man. So. Yeah, because <laughs> the way they, I mean, no. I mean, you but, know, but unfortunately, I'm, things like that happen yeah. and, and we learn from it and we get better, but... um yeah. So. The the way they I mean the way they make these changes is unfortunately somebody's killed or horribly injured and in a in a weird way it's like an aircraft has to crash for them to find out where the weak points right. are right? Mm-hmm. and it's nice if you can do it all over a computer and now they can do more of it on a com- computer but oftentimes somebody's got to die and then they go, "Oh, we have a problem mm-hmm. here." And then they address that problem and it's a good thing they did because it a straight ahead that was just straight ahead at 130 plus yeah i i actually didn't even touch the sand i went through both uh catch nets and through four rows of sand uh sand filled barrels before i finally stopped (laughs) and but it did exactly like right over yeah you know um from the motor plate forward it just kind of curled up over the motor you know wow yeah i would have come in at an angle like this pearled yeah you don't want to pearl in that would have been bad i mean even from that you know they learned so much and um now they have this tether system on the parachutes in case they rip off you know they'll still be attached to the car and still be able to slow it down so well, you're kind of, I guess, asking a lot from. Uh, they it did pearl up. Yeah. I mean, it did curl, oh, yeah, just curl the whole up. Front of the car is folded in half. Yeah, Man, um, I was so pissed too. <laughs> I had run my fastest run ever. I had won the round. I was going to the semis, and I didn't have a car to race. Didn't have a car round. to race. Damn it. The um, <laughs> ouch! But you're here talking but about. I'm it. here. You yeah, got out of the exactly. car. Yeah. The, yeah, throwing your fist in the air. Like, what the hell happened? The the parachute, <laughs> I mean, when you let them fly at uh, 300 and something miles an hour, you got to figure every once in a while they're just going to pop off. Well, and How do they not tear off almost every time? But that's pretty... 
Well, actually, uh, where they were um, attached to the rear end, uh, the tabs that they were welded on weren't welded that great. So mm-hmm. they were just on the outside, and it every run I made, they were just getting you know weaker and weaker, and finally just ripped right off. And what happened was, is it it severed my parachute lines like a knife. And it ripped open my rear end and sprayed rear end loop all over my brakes. So oh. all at once, I had no – like everything yeah, bad I was that ask, happened wow. happen. I thought those cars had some brakes. Yeah. And uh, – But they do. You just, you just didn't have <laughs> I didn't have – Now, no. if you had some brakes, you still probably wouldn't have come to a stop before you got – to where you needed to go I or where have. you ended up? You think I so? I could have. Yeah, I've done it in a Nitro Funny Car, actually, with um, the very first Toyota body that they gave us to test with in Palm Beach. And uh, I had run, God, I think 322 miles an hour. I'd went a little further because it was really dark. So I think I, I made it to about a quarter mile before I stopped, mm-hmm. or, you know, shut it down. Went for the shoots, didn't come out. And I stopped that car probably like, about that far from the sand. Three feet from the sand. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, you got to, you know. So I, you just hit, get on the brakes. You're like, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit. Well, There's actually, a ton of rubber back there. Yeah. Because it'll bounce. So you ha- kind of have to, like, yeah. finesse it, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, yeah, it's not, you don't want to lock up the it's, it's rear It's just big handbrake. Like one, is yeah, it one handbrake? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, so. You guys got to come out. Oh, uh, listen, I've, yeah, so. I've, I've, <laughs> I've been out. It it hurts because. Uh, <laughs> They well, first off, I, I might, all though, I want is weekend. when they fire when they fire those things up in the pits. Mm-hmm. Somebody needs to have a whistle, and they need to blow the fire whistle. Fire in the hole. Yeah, yeah, like when you work on a construction site and you're going to fire off one of those powder actuated pin drivers, a Hilti gun or something. <laughs> you're driving those pins, those nails into the concrete with yeah. the, with the you know forty four shell. <laughs> what you do, so as not to scare the shit out of everyone else who's standing around the job side, is you're like, earache or fire in the hole, and then pow. Yeah. But when you walk through the pits at one of these events, they just fire those things up. And when they fire them up, not only is it it's, it's a concussion you get, but also the nitro in the air. Yeah. Like your, your eyes will start tearing up, and it'll scare the shit out of you if your back is turned to one of these guys. Yeah, and, and just, that's an idol, by the way. That's it. That's it. Idle because they don't really even hit the gas till they get on the line. Yeah, and then you feel like you get punched in the chest. So I'm saying, get one of those little <laughs> air horn things that uh, my nanny walks the dog with in case she's attacked by a mountain lion, and give it a <laughs> give it a little. That'll be the last. That's so we'll know how to find her body. Yeah. I think I heard the sound came from over there. Yeah, um, but yell it in Spanish. Yeah, you know, oh, there's there's parts of Molly, and then there's Olga. Huh. Okay. Well, thank God she sounded off with that horn. <laughs> And let all the other cougars know that it was chow time for the nanny. This is where she is. Come on down. When they hear that, that's when all the other mountain lions come on down to eat. Yeah, they're like, oh, yeah. So, But if they just let one of those little honkers go, then I'd know mm-hmm. to put my goggles on and put yeah. my aircraft-style ear yeah. protection on, and then they'd fire that thing up. Though there's some people that stand right behind the car, though. They love it. I yeah. I couldn't do it. I, I think make your eyes water. Make your eyes water. I might. You know? I yeah. would love it if I knew it. It's just when your back is turned to the car and, yeah, you're, and you're just taking a hit it. off a corn dog and that thing fires <laughs> up. That's that's when it <laughs> all comes a out. Hit, a hit off that's a corn right. dog. That's right. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Oh, I'm talking about. Uh, why don't you take a hit off a of pro flowers, baby? <laughs> yeah, Valentine's Day. Let's not screw this one up. You don't want to forget that. That's or when as... you do screw it up. Now it's time to then double Then you definitely back. need pro flowers. That's right. But I think we're going to nip this one in the bud. <laughs> hey, good one, Ace Man. <laughs> I'm going to head it off at the pass. One dozen assorted roses, free glass vase, 1999. Or you can get double the roses and add a premium vase for just $9.99 more. So it's quick. It's easy. They will deliver on Valentine's Day. Guaranteed. And uh, the flowers all stay fresh for uh, seven days. I use these guys all the time. It's just, I can't because I get them for free because they give us 
the boxes, <laughs> and thus when I bring them home, there's no little to no impact. Right. You know what I mean, I need to go buy these things. You guys can use Pro Flowers, and it's win-win because at nineteen ninety-nine, come on, go to proflowers.com, click on the blue microphone in the top right corner, type in CarCast. That's proflowers.com. Click on the microphone, type in CarCast, so they know where you heard, and order now. Deal is going to expire soon. All right, let's talk. Is it um, Vaz or Vase, by the way? I just say Vaz now, but I also say... Tomato, tomato. I say say pajamas, too, and everyone makes fun of me. As opposed to pajamas? Yeah. Pajamas, pajamas? Oh, no, no, wait. I say pajamas. (laughs) You don't know. PJs. I can't. I don't think that's as weird, because I feel like a Vase and a Vaz might be two different things. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, there's some sort of, like... Maybe if they're built in a certain time, I don't know. No, somebody, no. Somebody I, I think a, I think a, a vase. No, I think a vase <laughs> is a vase that is worth more than twenty dollars. Right. Like that, there's some. Sounds good. I think there's something. Like if your if your kid at school or at summer camp takes like um, you know Quaker Oats container and sticks some rice on the side of it, makes a heart and and, and hands it to you with a piece of yarn. That's that's a vase. Yeah. That's not a vase. No, no, no. A vase you can break. Oh. A no, a vase you can break, too, but, it's, but you're going to cry. But, but that's the one where you don't want to break. Oh, I see. Yeah, money. yeah. You see that's what I'm right. That's right. right. Yeah, yeah. Vase, vase you can yeah. you can, you can can drink uh, domestic beer out of and throw into a fireplace. Right. I'm so glad we covered this. <laughs> Me, too. So, Alexis, when is the, the next uh, event for you coming up? Uh, it's this weekend in Pomona, California. For, As you're hearing um, this. As you're show. hearing it, yes. it's this weekend. Yeah, it's today. At the Auto Club Raceway. Mm-hmm. And uh, qualifying starts Friday, Saturday. Elimination under the lights. Race on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. it is It is quite an event. and oh, it's awesome. it's uh, they. So we'd be the Winter Nationals, right? Oh, it's the right? Circle K. Yes, the Circle, Circle K, K Winter, Winter Nationals. Pomona. I so gotta, as you're listening to this, drive out to Pomona. I uh, check out the race. Well, they also have a pretty cool museum over there. Yes. If you want to see how the old guys used to do it, and boo boy, when you see like TV Tommy Ivo's like bizarre machines with the four. Well, these are four Buick engines in here and stuff <laughs> like that. But it's all wheel drive, and like you look at those cars and you go, uh, Tommy, the uh, the exhaust headers were going right in your face, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. They also were like. A leather jacket, goggles. Yeah, you know, had to wear know, a welding scarf. mask. <laughs> had to wear a scarf okay. and a welding mask. Right. It's like you have open headers going into your face. Yeah, like, front yeah. engine. Yeah, front yeah. engine, open cockpit dragster. What a great design. Yeah. <laughs> now the differentials where I would rest my balls on the differential. Yeah. Like what? It's a ball warmer. <laughs> it was crazy. I don't know. These guys were. I guess they weren't thinking. They no. no. Well, clearly I for a legend. Who, Hmm? Um, for Connie Kalita, the bounty oh, hunter. Oh, sure, the yeah. bounty hunter. That's my that's my boss. Isn't he the heart know. like a wheel guy? Yeah, yeah. How's he? Is he cool with that movie? <laughs> <laughs> He's pretty funny about it. If you ask him, he, I said, uh, or someone said to him, um, "Did you really show up to the hospital? You know, with a girl in, in your car? You know, to go see her after she got in that bad Shirley fire?" Shirley Cha Yeah, Cha Cha Moldavi. He goes. No, that's a lie. I had two girls in my car. <laughs> it's like, all right. <laughs> yeah, I think, uh, by the way, the uh, yeah, movie holds up. Uh, if you want to check out Heart Like a Wheel, uh, Shirley Chacha Muldowney, it's her sort of her story. And uh, Connie was in there as, uh, well, he's instrumental. Very, in, yeah. In her and in, in, in still, running a, still running a team. Mm-hmm. Yep, four cars, two dragsters, two funny cars. It is... Uh, Boy, these guys—they are lifers. I mean, they get into it early. I yeah. mean, he's kind of Coletta's. Uh, I mean, we must start in the '60s, right? Yeah. I mean, running whatever he was running back in the day. I mean, he's got everything. I mean, he's literally got fifty years in this. Yeah. Business, right? And he loves it. I I, I bet he's he, such he, a passion. He for better. A bunch of he's a, no. Yeah, there's a. Bunch well, you of have Coletta. to, you know, because he's not in it for the money. Obviously, he has his. Um, you know his other businesses and everything, but it's he's there because he, he loves, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but he cargo. I yeah. mean, he started. He, I, you know, I mean, we're looking at him driving a, a front engine rail, but that car is insane. He had so to work. <laughs> he had to work his way up into this thing that we're staring at. 
Yeah. So it's if, got bicycle tires in the front. They're got, literally spoked yeah, bicycle you, you tires. You gotta go back, you know, five years, seven years before this, the bounty hunter. So I mean, he could have started in nineteen sixty two and you do the math on that. But how old is he? Hmm. <laughs> I think in his 70s, probably. Yeah, so he's just yeah. literally been Mid-to-late. doing this his entire life. Yeah. God, it's, ama- it's amazing that uh, these guys are still around. So this this weekend, are you debuting the new livery on your car, or is that out this year now? Because you're, you're switching from... From uh, the Patron from wh- Silver car, which is green and black, to the Patron Exo Cafe Toyota Camry. Oh. Wow. So purple, black, and gold. Flat black. Uh-huh. And what's Exo Cafe? Um, it's a uh, coffee liqueur ma- mm-hmm. made with tequila. Ah. So it's very good. I feel like there's a lot of different ways to get buzzed these days. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> How did your dad get into that business, by the way? Did that start off as a hobby or did he set it out to become the biggest brand? Like, how does... <laughs> <laughs> I know, it's like lightning struck twice for him. Um, right. Uh, he had a friend who was... Uh, I Pay guess in that Adam. business. I gotta and find a friend. <laughs> My friends all want to borrow money. <laughs> wanted to start this company, and they went down to Mexico and basically found the most amazing family that was making small batches of, uh, mm-hmm. of tequila in, in Jalisco, and made it big time. So you simplify and then the it because world just like yeah, that's that's the key right there. Because Adam's got a wine off. business and he's trying to figure out how to turn oh, it into really? a multi-billion dollar I am, spirits company. I've been and marketing to, so close. I've been marketing to Quakers exclusively, <laughs> but maybe that's maybe the hip hop world would be a more lucrative direction. I'm, I'm just saying. I'm, I mean, <laughs> I want to Quakers, born agains. People who have uh, work with special needs kids. That's been my core group so far, but it's just not moving the way I'd no. like it to. I, I mean, it, the special needs kids have been definitely consuming the product. but Yeah, no, but I'm talking about their parents. How dare you? <laughs> yes, my ma- mangria. I should meet with your dad. We should sit down. Yeah. And then he could lend me some money. All right. Ah, <laughs> uh, speaking of uh, money here, one of our other fine sponsors, Squarespace, baby. All in one platform. Makes a fast, easy way to create your own professional website you know how to do that right man you're good right yeah yeah but why should we waste money with you we got squarespace (laughs) beautiful designs styles and options you can uh, create a unique website for your business you have to have one so let's do it with our good friends over at squarespace um easy to use but if you need any help they have uh, over 100 employees and they're available 24 7 and Starts at just eight bucks a month. Includes a free domain name if you sign up for a year, and you can get a free trial. Go, no credit card required. By the way, you can start building your website today. Use the offer code CAR two. That's CAR and the number two, and you get ten percent off your first purchase. Support us. Support the show. Squarespace. Everything you need to create an exceptional website. All right. So, um, Winter Nationals. Pomona right now right now as you hear this and a fun thing to bring the kids to uh I mean a lot of sounds and smells and pomp and circumstance and fun food and yeah. all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. take and a hit off a hot dog or what you say take a hit off a corn dog, dog. dog. yeah and a nitro turkey dog in yeah. and uh, turkey legs plugs and uh like I said if you want to swing by that museum and see some of those old crazy cars from the uh, 60s and 70s and some of those just nutty yeah wheeling garbage trucks and stuff like that. That's uh, always good, too. Uh, should we give a website out, by the way, Alexis? Uh, yes, it's uh, AlexisDejoria.com. Mm-hmm. And uh, my Twitter feed is AlexisDejoria. That's, that's pretty it. much it. My Alexis name, yeah. <laughs> I think we got it. All right, before we go out and take a look at this uh, beautiful piece that uh, Matt has brought us, uh, support the show. Go to CarCast. CarCastShow.com. <laughs> I screw that up every time. But I got a lot of podcasts. You know. That's right. Click on the donate banner. Throw like a few bucks years. our way. It helps. We go out. We do a lot of events. We bring it all to you free. But this helps uh, pay for the expense of doing the show. Employees, the lights, and uh, racing fuel, and all that kind of stuff. And when you go to Amazon, of course, you click through CarCastShow.com, and it costs you nothing. Throw a few bucks our way. Give us a nice rating on iTunes and all that good stuff. We have a car that uh, Matt brought us. It's a uh, it's expensive. It's nice. 
It's, it's the only press car, by the way, that I've ever seen that came in black. Because, oh, really? Oh, that's true. Because you always see the reflection. So yeah. when you see photos of it, maybe you'll see a lot of pictures of Chris and Jeff in the sides of the car. All right. <laughs> let's go look at it now. everyone, it's me, Allison, from Allison Rosen is Your New Best Friend. On Monday, I sat down with Paul Shear, and we talked about all sorts of stuff, including how he got into comedy, imminent fatherhood, and his meticulous decision-making process. The only reason why I went to NYU was because, you know, college came, and I didn't ever have, like, a passion to do anything. I wasn't like, when I grow up, I'm going to be a doctor. Nor did I, nor was I like, when I grow up, I want to be an actor. I was just sort of like, I just didn't have a thing. And everyone was like, I'm applying to be you. I'm applying to this. And I was like, Theo from the Huxtables applied to NYU. I'll apply there. I applied to one school, and that was it. And it was just because Theo Theo. from Cosby Show went there. And then on Thursday, I was joined by Matt, Chris, Gary, and Jenna. And we talked about Woody Allen and peeing on stage. Subscribe to Allison Rosen is your new best friend on iTunes or go to AllisonRosen.com. New episodes every Monday and Thursday. I love you. Allison's your new best friend. What have you brought us? This is the big daddy of Land Rovers. This is the Range Rover Long Wheelbase Autobiography. Autobiography? Autobiography. Autobiography is their trim level that adds all of the really luxury appointments. Uh-huh. This thing has the full-size panoramic roof. It has reclining seats in the rear. Wow. And it's just, it's all about the luxury. Actually, it's very similar to your XJR Long Wheelbase. Uh-huh. In SUV form. <laughs> and the L we see down here is luxury or long wheelbase? Or... That's the long wheelbase. Look at the rear door. You can almost see that it's it's longer than what it normally should wow. look like. It's kind of extended a little bit. When you look at the normal Range Rover, it's yes. a little bit shorter. But all of it ends up in the back seat. Wow. That is luxurious. And, you know, we always say, oh, with the screens. and it, the... Oh, it's got, it's, got, it's got big screens. It's got... Wireless headphones. Wireless headphones. An Alcantara leather sack or something. <laughs> and then the center console comes down, and then you've got your remote, remote control, control. Because the screens are pretty far away. Yeah. And you, I mean, yeah. from back here, then of course you can recline these seats back. And wow. <laughs> it's the uh, ultimate in luxury. There's actually another trim model above this, the Autobiography Black, which has you know, reclining seats and your your kick your feet up and I mean at this point you almost don't want to drive it if it didn't have so much horsepower. How much horsepower does it have? This is the five hundred and ten horsepower supercharged mm-hmm. uh, five liter V eight. Wow. Which is gorgeous. It's it's definitely big. You know we had the Range Rover Sport on here a while ago. Right. And I, I kind of feel like it's a little bit more manageable in LA, but this thing is this thing is pretty nice. Now, what I don't get, not I don't know what the base price of this is, but when I see something like this, like all right, it's it's over the top. It's yeah. why the terrorists hate us. I get it. <laughs> I get it. No, and does anyone need this? I mean, you know, Ford Explorer, cheap Cherokee, be fine, you know. But I do understand people wanting this. Yeah. What I don't get is the Mercedes Kugeldorfen wagon, whatever that, whatever that <laughs> the, box The G-Wagon, yeah. The G-Wagon, that piece of shit. <laughs> that thing is $115,000 worth yeah. of just angular. And they make an AMG version, so they make a really fast, like, lunchbox right. version. So nobody needs that car. Right. Nobody needs this car. But if you're going to get one of those cars... Why not get this one? Yeah. Why not have some amazing luxury? And it it obviously looks very sleek. It looks very masculine, but it has some nice feminine lines to it. But I think the reason I always say this with the Land Rover is everybody 
once they see this interior, they fall in love with the yeah, interior. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, we've seen this on the Jaguar as well. The the interiors that are coming out of these car companies are really the, the best British. that are out there. Yes. And I think people are starting to agree with you because Land Rover sales are at an all-time high. They're, they're moving more of these trucks than they ever have before. And when you get in it, you kind of see why. Like, it's well, pretty it, amazing. It used to be the interior was the big selling point. So you'd get the Lexus or you'd get the Audi or you'd get the Mercedes if you wanted reliability, but if you wanted a nice interior, you'd get the Range Rover. Well, now I think all of the reliability, wiring issues, things like that, they're all, it's all pretty right. much one world standard pretty much these days. Like everything works. Yeah. So now it's just the interior against everyone else's, everything works anyway. Now you choose the interior. Yeah, and and the ride, the ride is is amazing. I mean, keep, people keep talking about its off-road capability. When you think Land Rover, you think of that. I mean, the media thinks of that. I live in LA, obviously. Right. I never think of the off-road capability, but like that's 20, just me. 21 inch wheels. So the autobiography comes standard with 21 inch wheels. Wow. I, I, and they're basically shaped like an impeller on a turbine. Yeah, which it, is pretty cool. But look at the size of this caliper when you really think about it. Like, this thing wow. is half the size of the rotor. Wow. This, it's huge. And you need it, but it, it works. Yes. So this thing probably weighs. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I didn't really look it up. 50, it's probably, 700. well, you know, it's, it, it's, it's aluminum now. So we know right. that in talking with them at the, at the LA auto show, like a year or so ago, they were cutting mm -hmm. like five to 700 pounds uh -huh. off of them. So it's probably in the high fours, maybe the long wheelbase is 5,000 yeah, pounds, but, yeah, but that's pretty darn good. And uh, supercharged V8. This is 510 horsepower. Um, I don't again, know that they make the 550 in these trucks, but I just this love, is, uh, I love seeing all the the casting of the aluminum, you know, where the in in the in the in the past where that would just be sheet metal that was stamped, yeah, you know, and tack welded, just so so sturdy. Shall we uh, fire it up? Yeah. I will uh, stand around the back. You throw a couple of revs. You know, everything is in here. The ride is so adjustable as far as off-road terrain, street. It raises up. It goes down. It, it basically does everything you can imagine. It says paddle shifters. Everything yeah. else. <laughs> Similar to your Jag, it has the, the, all, just a big LCD digital, screen up there. All digital display, yeah. It's limiting the revs at right. 4,000. It's not worth that. It sounds still, it's also a healthy sound. Yeah. I, the, the Range Rover Sport that we had, that one had a little bit of throatier note to it. Right. But this one is meant to be super luxury. And everywhere you look, yeah. you just see some new this, little this detail. Full-size panoramic roof is like, it's like wow. having a... Wow. Glass bottom pool, you know, like yeah. that. We're going to get some naked Japanese chicks up there to rub their titties. Oh, that would be awesome. Road. That would be yeah. awesome. <laughs> Just uh, unbelievable. Uh, so what do we think the base price is? So, again, they didn't send me this sticker. This one is kind of pre-production, but I think the autobiography or maybe the black series, um, the autobiography black, is we were told at the LA Auto Show you can get it as much as two hundred thousand, but mm. I think these are around one eighty five. Yeah, one eighty five. Yeah, All but you right. know it's you know it's LA. You put ten thousand down, you lease it for a few months. It only costs you fifteen hundred a month. Yeah, you look like a winner. <laughs> All right, it's win win. So until next time, this is Adam Carolla for Matt, the moderator, DeAndrea saying keep the air in the spare and the bag in the wheel. <laughs>